Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On this week's Squawk 7000, things that go bump in the flight. Everyone has a story about hitting a rough patch of air while flying, those hair-raising moments when suddenly more than the aircraft is flying. Our stomachs drop, drinks might spill, and people caught in the aisles lurch against seats. Well, turbulence is a certainty and a significant source of flight anxiety for flyers of all stripes. But understanding what causes turbulence, where it occurs, and the high-tech tools pilots use to make air travel safer and more comfortable may help settle even the most anxious flyer's nerves. Our guest this week knows a lot more about turbulence than the average person on the street. For the past seven years, Ignacio Gallego Marcos has been working in turbulence modelling and computational fluid dynamics, or CFD. He did his doctoral thesis at the KTH Royal Institute of Technology in Sweden and currently works in Sweden as a CFD engineer. He's also written several journal and conference papers within fluid mechanics. Well, I started our conversation by asking Ignacio about his motivation to set up the site turbuli.com. Yeah, well, the motivation is was that uh, I was looking for a tool like that, basically. I'm from Spain, but I live in uh, Sweden, so I fly quite often. And uh, it was on a flight from Madrid that uh, before takeoff, actually, I wanted to check, oh, how is the flight going to be? And I thought there must be a tool which can uh, help me to check it. But uh, when I checked, there was nothing. And there were some maps of turbulence, some thunderstorms here and there, maps with confusing icons and so on. And right there, I thought that it would be very interesting to create such an application. And this was perhaps six years ago when it was all the time in the back of my head. Uh, but it wasn't until mid-2020 that I uh, finally decided to, to start it. And then, yeah, it came out. And, well, congratulations on the website. It has a really nice user interface, the way you can go on, put in your departure airport, your arrival airport, and then it gives you an opportunity to find your own flight. Uh, and again, by way, I suppose, of explaining to our listeners, this is both of interest to aviation people and non-aviation people uh, as well. Uh, there must be a fair amount of science going on in the background. And I suppose maybe what we might do first, really, is find out a little bit more about what gave you an expertise to even look at turbulence. Yeah, well, I've been working in the area of fluid mechanics for quite a long time. So about eight to nine years, I did my PhD on it. It's a quite broad area. So when I, in my PhD, I was looking at the water cooling of a nuclear reactor, which is also related to fluid mechanics. And then afterwards, I was working with other projects also involved in fluid mechanics related to gases. And now it's mainly cooling, but of telecom equipment. So I have a quite an understanding in the fluid mechanics uh, theory and how it works and um, how the 
output parameters are and so on. So that's the link to turbulence. And I suppose, again, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm conscious that our audience, some who are pilots and will have an idea about what turbulence is, and others who are generally interested in aviation and sort of see it as this kind of awkward thing that when the seatbelt sign goes on, we become a little bit nervous and afraid. Can I ask a direct question? What is turbulence that upsets us in the air? I think the first thing to understand is that turbulence, I guess for many people is clear, but maybe not for others, is that it's not only specific to flights. It's a very, very common phenomenon. It happens everywhere around us. Like right now we're talking, the steam, the air going from our mouth is generating turbulence. When we cook, we can see the swirls coming out of the cooking pot. That is all turbulence. So it's nothing only specific to planes. And the places where turbulence is generated is mainly in the regions where there is high velocity differences. So if you have high shear, for example, then the flow will not will no longer flow in parallel lines, but it will try to kind of start rotating a little bit here and there, creating vortices, which are the turbulent uh, bodies. And then those vortices will gradually dissipate and break down and uh, become smaller. I was going to say, it's a little bit like the, the, the theory of the butterfly flaps its wings and somewhere no. else in the world is a hurricane. Is, is that the idea? Well, that's a part of it. Like uh, the idea of the butterfly is the, that it's a very chaotic system. And mm. chaotic system means that uh, it's very sensitive to the initial conditions. And that is not only turbulence, which it is chaotic, but also to the weather patterns, which are very chaotic, not only because of the turbulence, but because of the huge probable changes in the weather phenomena or directions of the flow. Mm. I, I, I'm taking really what you said there about it not just being in the air. And I recall at one stage being in a city where I walked around the corner of a building and almost got blown over because, mm -hmm. you know, from what looked like an, a norm, normal day, the building itself was creating an almost a, a turbulence around it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, for example, in flights, we hear the term mountain wave turbulence. And that is basically the turbulence generated by a flow passing an obstacle, in this case, a mountain. But in the city, as you say, it happens all the time. You mm. go over a building, one corner, and boom, suddenly you get a stream of, and you see these swirling leaves going around in one corner, just rotating and rotating. That's a turbulent eddy. So it's not only up there, it's also in the street where we live everywhere. Okay, so let's take it then from the ground up. And, and I presume that there's kind of turbulence that we would experience at low level, which might be as a result of what, the air being disturbed or displaced in its original direction where it wanted to go. And then we fly through that and what we feel like we're going over, you know, a rough road, cobblestones, a, a sort of a, re a, a, a discomfort maybe. Yeah, and the thing is that in the plane is also um, uh, exaggerated this feeling because it's going at quite a high speed. So then, even if the turbulence from an outside, from a person sitting on the ground, will see that the plane is moving smoothly up and down for us, it will feel like quite a strong shaking. Mm -hmm. Whereas in reality, it's it's not like that. The plane is not suffering as big bumps as we as we feel inside. And the you know, analogy that we say all the time is it's the same as if you drive your car over a road bump, uh, fast mm -hmm. or slow. You drive it slow, you don't notice, but the plane is going very fast. So then you smash yourself uh, <laughs> upwards. <laughs> Bang your head is the case maybe. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard nervous people who, who don't really like flying say, you know, we dropped a thousand feet. But of course, that isn't the case. It's actually quite a small displacement, isn't it? Normally, most of the turbulence we feel is very, it's in the moderate side. Strong turbulence is rare. Severe turbulence is extremely rare. So mm. then if you think about that, OK, we've got the idea that at least we now know we're flying through the air. It, is it unrealistic for people to expect a completely smooth flight? 
In other words, is, it, is there going to be turbulence anyway? There will always be turbulence. The thing is that is, there is no, almost, there's almost no region of the atmosphere which is in the laminar regime, meaning that all the, uh, all the flow is moving in parallel lines with no disturbance. All the, even the air in our rooms now is mostly turbulent, mm. the rooms where we're sitting and speaking now. So up in the air, it's mostly turbulent. The good news is that the turbulence is very light. So when the captain says we're going to go through some turbulence area, he should actually say we're going to go through an area with higher turbulence than normal, <laughs> because all the all the area will be turbulent. We, we were talking there originally about sort of low levels ones, and people in small airplanes will experience it. You know, if you fly over a bog in Ireland or if you fly near mountains, but up where the jet stream is at the very mm -hmm. high levels as well, there's a concept of something called clear air turbulence. What's that? Yeah, well. Clear turbulence it just refers to the turbulence that we can, cannot see. That's why they name clear air, because uh, yeah, the mm -hmm. pilot cannot spot it. And it's basically generated, as you say, by jet streams. So jet streams are like a narrow, high-velocity bands of uh, air. They are generated because the air circulation, like all the steam racing in the equators, then being sent to the poles and creating these Hadley cells, uh, polar cells, and so on. And those jets, what they do is that they have a huge velocity gradient from their center line to the outside. And that velocity gradient is the, what causes a lot of swirlings, recirculations, sudden ups and downs, the, the clearer turbulence that we refer to. We we're talking about liquids and fluids. And I suppose it may, the analogy I have in my head is that, you know, if you were in the sea, uh, you would feel a current if you were going through the water. But when you're in the air, it's almost the same thing, isn't it? I mean, what is the distinction between between yeah, them? just yeah, diff yeah. different kinds of fluid? Yeah, yeah. So a jet stream could be a river, basically, <laughs> or a high flow passes through the water. Uh, and you will see, actually, in the water, swirlings continuously. You will never see a perfectly calm river flowing completely smoothly. You will always see like, um, yeah, tiny swirls everywhere. So the same thing is happening on the air, just in a different scale. They have different viscosity, so mm -hmm. that is affecting also slightly how fast turbulence is generated. But in principle, it's very similar, yeah. And I want to come to, to what's available to you in the forecasting in a moment, but I also just want to go back to the website for a moment because you've, you've put additional information in there, which I was curious about. You've put very good statistics in terms of safety and aircraft uh, engine dependability, etc. Mm -hmm. What was in your mind when you decided to do that? I thought it would be interesting for people either curious or scared of turbulence to know about these uh, topics. Mm. What do you uh, say to somebody who's scared of turbulence? I understand it. So it's, I, I think it's an understandable feeling, like you're high up there, you're mm. not in control, which is mm -hmm. very annoying not to be in control. But the fact is that there has been so many flights, so much statistics, so much data that it has shown that it's perfectly safe to fly and that turbulence is nothing to worry about in the sense of safety, of comfort, yes, you might not be able to not necessarily, use the yeah. toilet or, yeah. or the coffee will spill or you will not have your food. But in terms of safety, I mean, it's orders of magnitude safer than car that we are completely used to. And there is many people who is uh, not, well, you have some interesting, interesting statistics about uh, the journey to the airport and the taxi can be much more <laughs> dangerous than the flight itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just the, the taxi ride should make you more nervous on the flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> yeah, And going yeah. over bumpy roads. Okay, so if I was flying 30, 40 years ago, pilots would have had fairly basic weather reports. Uh, what's now available and, and how has your science 
added to the knowledge that we have? Mm, right now, the what has improved is, well, the models are continuously improving, the models produced by NOAA or the Met Office regarding turbulent forecasting. But what has improved the most is the computational power. So right now, the, these agencies have the capacity to run much finer resolution models. And the, for example, the GFS, the Global Forecast System, has about 13 kilometers resolution, which is quite big, considering that they are simulating the entire Earth. And then the turbulence forecast that is produced from that, it also has 13 kilometer resolution. This one is actually fairly new, is from the one that I use in Turbulence, the graphical turbulence guidance. Before it was 26 kilometer resolution and it was different using a different set of correlations, which have they've shown to work well, but they don't have as good predictability as the ones we use they use now. We'll be back in a moment after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And you say about not being able to see certain kinds of turbulence. So what turbulence can you see? Well, the main ones that you can see is mountain wave turbulence. Basically, what we talked before, the flow past an obstacle. And then mm -hmm. if you have clouds, for example, you can see basically waves on the clouds themselves. They can span a few hundred kilometers. And then the, um, the pilot can either go high above them to avoid them or just stay below. And then the other very common type is the cum, cum lorimbus clouds, so thunderstorm clouds. The small ones tend to be okay. Like, you shouldn't be scared if you see a cum lorimbus cloud and your pilot is going through it. They know what they're doing. Ignacio, you and your, I think your brother at one point point helping you out in the process too. I, I, can we? Can you take us through 
what happened? You you sat down at a at a computer screen, and how did you decide the structure you're going to put uh, on this particular software on the site? Before actually doing this, I had no experience whatsoever in what it's related to web design or web coding. So I had to learn everything from scratch. But I had the idea quite clear that what I wanted is a tool that can be very, very easy to check. I didn't like the weather maps that are complex or you have to know what is going to be your flight path, your altitude, your time, or you have symbols which you don't know what they mean. What I knew is that it had to be very, very simple and Without prior knowledge, you can directly understand how it's going to be your flight. And I mm-hmm. thought it's going to be very helpful for the, for the users. And when you see the website, you see that you only enter departure and arrival. It's information you know for sure and the date. And you don't even need to say input the flight details. They appear in front of you uh, for, for you. You don't need to input the arrival time and so on. And from there, uh, we take the aircraft model that you are that you're gonna go in, the path that you're gonna make, and then we compute, aggregate all the data from different forecasts to present you in a simpli- simplified form, but still accurate uh, form. Did so... you enjoy the maths? <laughs> yeah. Well, so this is not my current job. Not my current job. My main job is a side work or hobby. And mm. the main reason why I did it, or I continue this, because I enjoyed it. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> I would have dropped it out at some. Point. Yeah, and I suppose the satisfaction of seeing it work as well. You've yeah. broken the flight into what three phases: takeoff, cruise, and landing. Yeah, the main part, the upper part, is the cruise. So I think that's the thing that most people are interested in like, mm. when it pops up. But then I decided to also at the takeoff and landing because they are in some short-range flights. They are also important sections of the flight. For example, Madrid to Barcelona is quite short, so takeoff and landing or climb and descent. Mm. I mean, take a big part of the flights. So I decided to include them. So the forecast is not only at cruise altitude, but also goes through all the altitudes that you're going to go as you climb up to your actual cruise, cruising yeah. altitude. Okay, tough question. Is <laughs> there more turbulence now than there was before? Are we seeing any evidence of climate change? What's the trend? Yeah, we are seeing, uh, uh, how to say, increase on uh, turbulence, but this is based on uh, models that uh, have a lot of uncertainty. So if weather forecasting itself has a lot of uncertainty, you know that the weather in one week cannot be well mm. predicted. So just imagine in 50 years. So it's a trend that we see that due to climate change and due to the uneven warming of the different parts of the Earth, turbulence is going to increase on most uh, regions, some more than others, for example, the North Atlantic more. How much, how fast that was up to, to see there has been um, quotes like it's going to be up to 100 or something percent mm-hmm. but those are just rough numbers so it's the main thing is that we see that the scientific world sees a trend that it's increasing and that, and that cannot... again being related to changes in in climate yeah big relationships mm-hmm. to climate mm-hmm. change and how the different mm-hmm. parts of uh, theirs are warming one cause is that the jet streams are getting stronger so as a result of that, the turbulence generated by them is also getting stronger. And there is so the important route, uh, Europe to US, uh, London to New York, there is a big jet stream going through there. Then. So if that one gets stronger, all those flights will be affected as well. Again, if you talk to regular travelers, they've all got their favorite stories about, you know, the approach to Barcelona, for example, or, you know, going into um, Madeira. Again, I don't know why all these are popping into my head, but these are stories that people talk about. Are there parts of the world more prone to turbulence than others? Again, I suppose it comes back to your definition of what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we said at the beginning that turbulence is very chaotic, so it depends a lot in the initial conditions. It can happen everywhere and so on. But it is also very linked to all these jet streams 
storms, mountain waves, and cumulonimbus clouds, thunderstorm clouds that we talked about. So the areas where you tend to find those are actually the areas where are most likely to have turbulence. So for example, you're flying London to New York on winter, then uh, jet stream is going to be stronger than during the summer, then there's more chances that you're going to have stronger turbulence. Or let's say you're crossing the equator, then there's chances that you find the storms on the way. And uh, of course, your pilot will tend to avoid them, but you will inevitably feel some of the bumpiness of going around them uh, or slightly above them in the anvil. And the same goes with mountain waves. So the Rockies are famous in the US for being a very turbulent area. The Andes also around Chile. And also in Italy, in Europe, the, how to say, the Alps and so on. So there are certain hotspots that for sure tend to trigger more turbulence just by their geographical uh, structure, either mountains or just by the airflows that they have above. That said, I have a sense that that really doesn't worry you too much. You're, you're not bothered too much by turbulence because you know so much about it or so much insight into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not concerned at all about turbulence when I fly, I have to say. But I'm aware that it's a big concern for other people. Mm. Actually, the website initially, I had the hope that it wouldn't be my main um, users, the people who have fear of flying. I, was, I had the hope that it would be just curious people. They want to yeah. have a look how their flight is and just to see if they will be able to have their food, go to the toilet, work or walk their kids, things like yeah. that. We'll get up and I, I always say to people, if you're going on a, on a long flight, just expect four episodes of turbulence. And if you only get three, you can be disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> so you actually enjoy it. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it is that back to the idea, of course, obviously you don't want to bang your head on the top of the, of, of, of the aircraft and it's about mm. being strapped in and, and nice and safe. Uh, so, you know, it, it, I suppose what we're doing as we're summarizing this is you have this really excellent insight to the idea of what the turbulence is and a full understanding of it, I suppose, would take away a little bit of that anxiety for people. Mm -hmm. And another thing is that if you are concerned about turbulence and what can happen to you, accident rates of flights is almost non-existent. Yeah. So yeah. if if you really want to be safe, you, the only thing you need to do is just fa uh, fasten your seatbelt. The yeah. only thing that can happen is have injuries, maybe uh, tea, coffee, like yeah, tea, or, like yeah. <laughs> tea or coffee, oh, no. like minor body injuries. But mm. as long as you put your seatbelt on, there is almost nothing that can happen to you during turbulence. Let's, uh, as we wrap up our, our conversation, just encourage people to go to the website. And um, as you say, I, I've been on it a few times, you get lost, you end up reading so much really interesting material Thank and putting you. in Thank all you. sorts of different flights. Now, there's a very short window of information that you calculate. So there's no point in looking at for a flight in a week's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one and a half days in advance. And this is because uh, if weather forecasting is already unreliable a few days ahead, mm. turbulent forecasting is even more. So there's yeah. the agencies such as NOAA or the Met Office, they, they don't even produce a forecast farther ahead because less reliable than even weather forecasting. So one day and a half, it's a okay range to maintain accuracy. Well, we'll put a link to the site at the bottom of this podcast. T-U-R-B-L-I.com, a great name, and turbly.com and Ignacio. Thank you so much for joining us on Squawk 7000 and happy flying. Thank you very much, Michael. Happy to talk to you. To get the news first, subscribe now to Squawk 7000 on your favorite podcast platform. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.